Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Anne-Marie and welcome to another show. Wanted to give you some context before we dive in today's show because I think this is such a fitting one, particularly considering that so many businesses have had to reevaluate where they are with what's going on in the world here in Melbourne, Australia, where I am based. We are in our second lockdown, hopefully coming out of it soon. But the second lockdown has been very, very strict. You know, we weren't allowed out after 8pm. We had a curfew. Thank goodness after six weeks we're now allowed out till 9pm. We're not allowed to travel uh, further than five kilometres from our home. Only one person is allowed out uh, to go shopping at one time. Um, Only one hour of exercise which has now been increased to two hours and so we have really had to uh, change our approach to, to living and as I mentioned it really has impacted businesses around the world. So I wanted to share today in today's episode, another episode that I created for my podcast, Industry Thought Leader Podcast. And it was where I shared how my worst business failure was the best thing that ever happened to me. And so you'll hear a little bit more about that story, what I learned. And I really hope that you can take away some insights, some learnings, particularly if you are at the crossroads of, you know, what am I going to do moving forward? One of the things, of course, that I did not share in that other episode, which I wanted to share with you now before we dive in, is that really what got me through was my relationship with the Lord. I did some, you know, significant soul searching, uh, read the word, lent into him, did a lot of praying, you know, repenting, because I realized that so much of my business had been, you know, on my goals, my my dreams, my um, the outcomes that I set myself and was really based on my own strength, if I, you know, to be honest. And it was this particular event that really, had me kind of, you know, fall on my knees and think, well, how am I going to move forward? And so, you know, I hope that through listening to some of the things that I share today, that it will give you hope and inspiration moving forward. But can I encourage you uh, to lean in, seek the word, uh, pray to the Lord, because, you know, now when I look back, I have had so many incredible wins, so many incredible blessings, so much clearer. And I really can feel that the Lord has positioned me, um, you know, ahead, you know, the plans and the opportunities ahead of me. I would never have been able to uh, gain on my own. And, you know, when we talk about success and satisfaction um, and fulfillment, we know as Christians that we get that all from the Lord, don't we? Uh, And so the things that we're able to achieve through our business is just the icing on the top. And of course, it really is. We run our businesses, don't we, to glorify Him. And so if you're experiencing you know, hardship in your business, take it to the Lord in prayer, seek His Word, 
uh, the answers are there for you. So without any further ado, on to today's show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Today, it is just you and I hanging out. I'm going to strip the curtains back and share a situation that happened to me a number of years ago now. It was my worst business failure. And I'm going to share the insights that I've learned over the last kind of five or so years so that now my worst business failure is the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I thought that right now with what's going on in the world, it's no better time than to share that because like some of my colleagues, like some of my clients even, you may be faced with much of your business now being out of business. You know, you might have lost some clients or had clients to stop their contracts or just put their their business with you on hold that you're at a point where you're thinking, well, what next? Some of you may even not been able to remain in business and then have had to shut your business down because you just cannot afford to run your business whilst the uncertainty of when will things start to get back to semi-normal, whatever normal is going to be. I think it's going to change the outlook to how we do business or just that the landscape is going to be very different as, as well. And I believe that no matter what happens, there are always learnings. There is always a silver lining. There are always opportunities if you are willing to look for those opportunities and if you are willing to, I'm going to say, do the work. And that is some of the things that I want to share with you today, going through a process of being able to support yourself in getting out the other end. So whilst I'm not going to go into all of the ins and outs of what my business was and and why we failed and all of that, other than to say the business was going well, we had a seven-figure pipeline, we'd taken a good 18 months to really build this up. We had a membership program, we had private clients, we had group coaching, and the foundations had been built to really scale this. And sadly, that business partnership came to an end. And I was left thinking, what next? What next? It was such a kick in the gut to me because I'd spent so much time and energy. I mean, I'd closed down pretty much a lot of my other business um, avenues to really focus and give this 110%, 150% actually. And at the end of that, when that happened, I just couldn't couldn't put two words together. I'm a creator, creator at heart. It's one of my gifts, one of my strengths. And I could not put two words together. I could not write. I could not create content. And I just didn't want to because I, you know, because there was such a shattering of my confidence, such a shattering of even, you know, is what I'm offering even a value? How am I going to pick myself up and all of that? So if you find yourself in that situation, can I just say on the onset, this too will pass. There is opportunity there. I can see great things in your future because I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you are a change maker. You are an action taker. You are driven. You are focused when you're not obviously in in the situation. You will get back. 
you will get back, my friend. So I'm hoping that what I share with you today is going to be helpful. In fact, I'm creating this because I would have loved to listen to a podcast episode way back when this happened to me so that I could almost like it was like a message that I would want to send myself from the future to say, hey, this is going to be all right. In fact, you're going to, Anne-Marie, thank this worst business failure in the future. And so will you, I guarantee it. So here are some of the things that I learned. Number one, you need to take time to grieve and you need to take time to heal emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically. And so when I read comments online, if you're in a situation now and you find yourself after COVID-19, now you've got no better excuse than to get back on the horse and continue working hard. And if you can't, then the only thing that ever gets in your way is you or some BS like that. Look, you need to deal with the emotional, the mental, the spiritual aspects of what has happened. Because if you don't, it is going to come back to you and it's going to impact you negatively sometime down the track. And I knew that that was important. So I gave myself the space. I gave myself the grace. I gave myself permission to rest, to seek solace. There were times where I'd lay in bed and I would just curl up and I would cry. For me, I'm a bit of a crier too because it releases. It's just part of the way that your body expresses grief and, and I needed to work through that. And, you know, I just gave myself permission to do that. I did not stuff my feelings. I did not stuff them all deep, deep, deep down. And I knew I needed to deal with it. The second thing that I did was really had to work through a process of forgiveness It's so important. And I knew that I needed to get back to what I know was so important for me. And that was my faith. You know, as a Christian, I knew that I had not in my business been seeking the Lord first. And I knew that that had to change. Uh, But safe to say that I knew that I needed to work through forgiveness. So that leads me to the next step, which was getting support. And I hired a, a mentor and a coach who was specialized in mindset. And I worked with that coach for six months. And the reason that I did that is because the forgiveness process that I spoke about in the second step, trust for me is one of my core values. And I did not want to become jaded and distrusting of others because of what happened. Secondly, you know, over the years, I had done a lot of training myself in mindset. And I know what happens when you have a situation like failure, like a real significant emotional event. And it can keep you stuck if you don't deal with it. Because what what will often happen is, you know, throughout the journey, your life journey, if you will, you'll have lots of different disappointments. You'll have lots of different failures. Some very well have been tied to where people let you down. People might have said things that they promised to deliver, but, but didn't. Um, and so I knew that if this significant emotional event could amplify all of those little moments in my life and keep me real jaded to the point that it would change a core value of mine of trust where I would become very jaded, where the lens in which I looked at people or that I started to do business was one where I was very skeptical of others, where I didn't trust them, where, and I just did not want to be a person who was like that because I treat others how I expect myself to treat them, which is if, if I give my 
my commitment to do something, I will do it. And so I knew I needed to get that support. And and I'm spending a bit of time on this because it's so, so important. And you know, you can have the best strategies in place. You can have the best tactics in place. You can have the best business models in place. You can have the best idea, the solution that everyone wants, the best mentors, the best team. But if you as a CEO and leader in your business don't have the right mindset, a supportive growth mindset, then you are going to remain stuck. And I knew that that would happen to me if I did not deal with the mindset stuff, which is why I really spent um, you know, some months, six months working with this coach. So I learned from that experience that I could be more discerning, that there were always opportunities in front of me, but now there would be questions. There would now be more discernment. There would now be for me, prayer with the Lord. Is this the right way? Seek his counsel. These are all things that we know are really important because when we do that, then he can open up doors that I could not possibly even open or have the chance of opening my, myself. So I knew that I needed to get right in those particular areas. And so that's now what I do. And had I not spent time working with that mindset coach, I just would not have had that level of discernment that I I have now. And then from there, once I finished working with the mindset coach, well, then I joined a business mastermind group because I know how important it is to surround yourself with like-minded people and a community and also a coach, someone who can support you. Otherwise, if you're like me, you can go in all sorts of different, different directions. So that's what I did. I joined a business mastermind group and we spent a good solid, I think it was about four months, working on getting clear on some really key areas that I'd never done before in my business. And I believe that getting clear on these things was critical to the ongoing success, ongoing growth of my business and where I am today. And I'll share exactly what I got clear on so that you can get clear on that too, if you haven't already. And then number four was really to take that one next step that one next step, that action and trust that it is going to be okay because it will be, you know, and I realized remaining stuck in my anger, remaining stuck in frustration, remaining stuck in regret, even though things are not totally clear, uh, remaining stuck in my stuckness is just not good. So it's taking that one next step forward. And that's another thing that I've learned. You know, so often I would want to see the whole projection of my business. I mean, I'm also a visionary. So I like to have these glorious big plans. But you know what? As long as you're taking that one next step, all I know is I'm going to take this one next step and I'm going to do that with trust. I'm going to do that with faith then things will often sort themselves out. Anyway, so this is what happened to me after I did those first three things. Taking time to heal, forgiveness, and most importantly, being a Christian, I had to seek the Lord for his counsel. And boy, that has been a game changer for me. Number three, getting support. And number four, taking action. Now, taking action for me isn't difficult, isn't difficult at all because I'm an action taker. I'm a doer. I love, you know, crossing things off my to-do list. But what changed for me working through those first, you know, number of steps was I was taking focused action. So what did I get really clear on working on that business mastermind? 
Well, it was getting clear on my core values and actually writing them out, expressing what those core values were and how they would be lived out. So let me just share with you what my core values are. So authenticity, and I'll read the statement next to each of those two. So you can get an idea of what I mean about getting clear so that you can identify some of your core values and then give them a statement. So for me, the first core value is authenticity because being real and genuine builds strong character and ultimately influential leaders. The second core value of mine is achievement because leveraging our strengths and unique brilliance to achieve desired outcomes can impact the world. The third core value is community because a group of like-minded people can achieve outcomes far greater together than alone. The fourth value is competence because experience, skill and aptitude enables the delivery of exceptional outcomes. And then number five is excellence because delivering outstanding efforts in everything we do is of utmost importance. Number six core value is, and by the way, these are, you know, they're not in any significant order. They're all very important. But the sixth core value that I'd written down is fun because fun is essential for a happy and healthy life and business. Seven is integrity because honesty, truthfulness, and fairness is at the core of who we are and how we do business with others. You can see why that's important going back to trust. I did not want to to have that integrity and trust uh, be shaken. The eighth uh, core value is inspiring because inspiring hope and possibility is central to our mission and purpose. And number nine is making a difference because positively impacting other people's lives is what drives us. And when I say us is because when I developed this particular core statement was that I was thinking of something that I had built already. I went with what I knew to be true and what I what I knew that I had already built even after this partnership had failed. And that was the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network. So very much still focused on that. That was the piece that I had always had even before that business partnership uh, failed. So that was really where I wanted to get clear on because I thought, you know, that is kind of where I feel that I need to to build my business. So the other things, whilst also getting clear on my core values, and this is what I encourage you to do too, is getting clear on your mission and getting clear on your vision. So important. And so for me, I got really clear on our vision, got really clear on our mission. And the mission is making a difference in 1 billion lives together. I wrote a vision. Let me share this. We are a dynamic, thriving, fun network of purpose-driven business influencers who believe each and every one of us is called to be the difference in the world. Together, we continue to leave a footprint that inspires 1 billion people to think, do and be bigger so they can achieve their full potential. So these are the kind of things that came out of of that and kind of the vision is really to, to make a difference, to make an impact, to be that influential voice. And of course, there's a podcast network and, and other things. We really want to inspire other change makers to be the difference and, and make a difference in the lives of others, changing the world one podcast at a time. So get 
clear on your vision, get clear on your mission. And something else that I did and I want to encourage you to do is to reconfirm for me who I was, the expertise and the value that I offered, which is why I read that statement to you, because this was so important. Because when you experience failure, what can often happen is you begin to doubt yourself. You could begin to, to doubt what you do is even valuable. So by getting clear on my core values, be getting clear on my mission, getting clear on my my vision, and then really reconfirming what do I bring to the table to be able to drive this, to be able to see this, this, this beautiful business entity to come into fruition, I needed to have this renewed vision and mission because all of my actions, all of my decisions have been aligned with that. And that's what you really need to, to do as well. So I want to fast forward to today because I know that I would not be here were it not for my worst business failure because, and I want to list a few things that I've been able to to achieve and I'm sharing them with you because these are not only possible for you, they are doable, they are achievable if you recommit to taking some of those steps that I did because I know that that's a place where you are now in your business that you can spend some time focusing on so that when things start to suddenly turn, you've got more clarity, you've got more confidence, that level of inner confidence that no one can strip away from you because you know that every situation, every single experience, every single challenge, every single course, every single thing that you've learned, observed has led you down the path of where you are today and you're able to speak into that with real clarity, with real authenticity, with real confidence that no one else can speak into. It's your assignment. You can help yourself get into alignment with your assignment, your God-given assignment. So these are the kind of things that I've been able to see because of taking that time to reestablish those firm foundations and get clarity. And these are the things which are possible for you. So if it had not been for that business failure, that worst business failure, I would not have taken a step back and taken a good hard look at myself and finally focus on what was important and what would drive my business forward with renewed vision, with a clear mission and align to my purpose, my purpose, not anyone else's purpose, but the purpose that was designed and aligned for my life from birth. Now, had it not been for that business failure, I would not have started Women in Leadership podcast, which, by the way, after only three episodes, accidentally generated me two four-figure clients. Now, a story that I now share in my podcasting with purpose training, I share that that was actually a pivotal point in my business. I didn't know it back then when that happened. And I started Women in Leadership podcast as a way to heal because I thought, you know what? I cannot write. I cannot write, I cannot put two words together, but I can ask good questions and I love interviewing people and I'm going to surround myself with other like-minded women who have been through similar situations that I'm now struggling with myself and working through myself and I'm going to interview them, I'm going to find out what they did and I'm going to ask them to share insights. And little did they know at that time, I've only mentioned this to a couple of people that I interviewed, that I 
interview them because I needed to hear their word of encouragement. They did not know that what they were sharing was actually doing me far more good and what I needed to hear than what I was creating for my audience. I mean, obviously I wanted it to be valuable for my audience too, but I started Women in Leadership as a way to, to, to deal and heal from uh, my failure. Three episodes in where I had not been the one sharing my expertise, I was interviewing others and all of a sudden out of nowhere, uh, I get clients. Well, not out of nowhere. There are certain steps that I've taken, which is of course now what I teach in, in my courses, but that all happened because of the business failure, which then led me to open or, or produce and launch Women and Leadership Podcast. Had it not been for my business failure, I would not have had the conversation with a colleague where I shared that, you know what, I think I'm going to wrap all of my knowledge and experience under the banner of podcasting and finally embrace the title, the podcasting queen that many of my colleagues and my guests and, and some of my clients even had been calling me for many years before. I never really thought much of it, but I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to embrace that moving forward. And she validated and said, you know what, that is a fantastic idea because we've been seeing you growing in the, that area. And that's an area that you really can speak into. Had it not been for my business failure, I would not have entered the first ever Australian uh, podcast awards. And not only with two of my podcasts that I entered, both of them, one of them being Women in Leadership podcast uh, and Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, both of them were nominees in the Entrepreneur, the Business and Marketing Best podcast. And then Ambitious Entrepreneur Show went on to win the award. I was flabbergasted because the other person who I was also a nominee, there were three podcasts, two of them were mine and one of them was this gentleman. He was an influencer in the space, in the online world. I mean, he was well known, you know, he was flying all over the world, speaking at some of the very well known conferences. He had conferences himself. And so when I was up against him, I thought, there's no way knowing that I would win the award, but I'm, I was so thankful that I was a nominee. And then I ended up winning the award. Go figure. I still don't know how I did that today. From that award, it then confirmed to me the value of creating a training. I started to think, well, maybe I can put together a training to show other coaches and service-based business owners how they too can create a podcast that gets them noticed, even if they don't really want to focus so much on technology. Because you would have heard me say that, you know, your message is way more important than the make and the model of the microphone that you use. And that all started because of that, the award. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe there's something in that. And you know what? The rest is history because that's exactly what I've been doing over the last number of years is building that out to where the message that I'm now sharing is where I help people to do exactly that. Go from invisible to influential and profitable with a folk, with a podcast by focusing on building reach, their reputation as an authority in their field, and of course their revenue as they begin to nurture listeners into leads, inquiries, and ultimately paying customers from their very first episode. It all came about following the sequence that happened after my worst business failure. Other things that happened, published a book last year, Industry Thought Leader, How to Go from Invisible to Influential and Profitable with a Podcast, launched Industry Thought Leader Podcast, which of course is this podcast, launched Industry Thought Leader Academy, which offers both business trainings and career trainings, and we're going to be launching our membership program soon, The Influence 
Alliance. And of course, the signature program, which I roll out every quarter, a 90-day idea to launch your Thought Leader podcast immersive program, which is my group coaching program. That all came about and was made possible because of my worst business failure and the steps that I took after that. And of course, I mean, I've just scraping the surface. There's numerous opportunities where people have written about my podcasts, being included in the top business podcasts, and including the latest, which is a which was just such an, an honor, Tony Robbins in his business knowledge blueprint course with 34,000 people, I believe, going through it. He used me as a case study in one of the modules that he teaches in the course, podcasting and getting the intention of influencers in the podcasting space. You know, one of my colleagues who was going through that course messaged me and said, you'll never guess whose website we're looking at and who we are talking about, you. And he took a snapshot and he was just, yeah, he was, I think he was a bit more excited. He said, you'll never guess what? That would not have been made possible had my podcast, Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, been listed as number four in business podcasts and, you know, the rest is history. Would not have been possible had it been not for the worst business failure to really kind of shake me up and have me go, you know what? We're going to do this again, but we're going to do it better with renewed clarity in my vision, in my mission and, uh, you know, core values and all of the things that I've shared with you today would not have been possible. And in actual fact, I look back, would I want to go through it again? Absolutely not. But am I glad to have gone through it? Absolutely. Because who you see today and who you're hearing today, of course, on this podcast is someone who vastly different in outlook, in confidence, and just, you know, in passion, in the purpose and in in the work that I'm now able to do, and how honored I am to be able to support others. And the the work that I did, you know, especially through uh, working with that mindset coach really enabled me to re-look at things in a much, much better way. And of course, as a Christian, really recommitting to to honoring uh, the Lord in everything that I do. So I really want to encourage you not to give up. I really hope that this episode has been helpful for you, especially if you're at a crossroad in your business and you're thinking, what am I going to do now? So the situation where you're now finding yourself in And at that crossroad, it's not an indication that you are just not set out for running your own business. Failure does not validate that you don't have value to offer. Failure is not a sign that you don't have what it takes. Failure is just a stepping stone to building the business of your dreams. The only difference is, and the only thing that is possible from it, is that you need to look at it as a stepping stone as an opportunity to learn and grow. And you need to work through the steps that I shared with you earlier and do what you need to do in order to get through the other end because it is possible, but only if you believe it is. And you get the right support, you remain in a supportive community to help you get the right focus, to help you get clear on that vision and that mission, um, your core values, and of course the steps in place, the foundations 
to be able to support you in shifting and moving your business forward. Whatever that new business idea comes out of when you start to get clarity around that. So what are some things that you need to do that can help you? Well, I'd love to support you in any way I can. So let me share some resources for you to consider. Definitely, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast as a good way to remain connected, Hey, why not connect and see if the Influence Alliance, which is my membership program, is a good option for you. The link to that is www.theinfluencealliance.com. Also, if you're listening to this and a podcast has been something that you've been considering, but you just don't know where to start and you think that that could be a great way to really amplify your visibility and your reach once you get going again, um, why not sign up for my free intensive that happens at the moment once a quarter, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash intensive. And of course, connect with me on LinkedIn, Anne-Marie Cross, and let me know that you listen to this particular podcast. Or if you like hanging out on Instagram, I'm over at Anne-Marie Coach. So just those links again, um, theinfluencealliance.com, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash intensive, over on LinkedIn, Anne-Marie Cross, and uh, over on Instagram at Anne-Marie Coach. But I want to just leave you with just a few final words, and that is stay strong. You have got this. You didn't get to where you were just on, you know, fluff. You've got real skills. You've got real strengths. You've got a body of knowledge and just insights that your ideal client needs to hear. Your ideal client is waiting for you to pick yourself up, to recalibrate, to get clear, to build out that body of knowledge into some real core content and courses and programs and a podcast that will really help them take what they're doing to the next level through your message, through your insights, through your expertise. You've got this. Take the time to to build it out, to get that clarity, build the right foundations, and you've got this. You can too will turn back and be able to say that worst business experience is now the best thing that ever happened to me because, and then dot, dot, dot. Friend, what that dot, dot, dot brings you is going to be determined by the decision that you make right now. What decision are you going to make? Bye for now. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.